I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. What is up, my friends? You are very welcome along to our match reaction here on Anfield Agenda after Liverpool beat West Ham by two goals to one and break the curse of that white strip. I'm going to take you through my thoughts on the game. Of course, I want you guys to let me know yours in the comment section. For instance, do you agree with Joel Matip being named Man of the Match? Our Anfield Agenda audience voted for Trent, and I think that was a fair shout, although Joel did have a great game. Liverpool won by two goals to one, and let's go all the way back to the starting eleven. I think it was fair for Jurgen Klopp to not ring any changes, other than, of course, the enforced change of Joel Matip coming in for Canade, who apparently has a niggle, which shouldn't keep him out for too long. But... I have to say, once again, the manager's 11 was was justified. I thought Curtis Jones was phenomenal. I thought Trent Alexander-Arnold, to me, that's his best performance in that new inverted role. I thought he was everywhere today. He was mopping up balls in midfield. He was popping forward. It was brilliant. It was, it was the most complete display I've seen from Trent in a long time. And I, I'm over the moon with that performance. I thought there wasn't really many criticisms I had today yes of course we look at the West Ham goal and I'm sure you'll have your own thoughts on that one but we did turn the game around we did come from a goal down away from home and we do leave London with the three points and we've set ourselves up very nicely for the end of the season so a few stats from the game Liverpool had four shots on target to West Ham's two Liverpool had seven shots off target to West Ham's four uh, 74% possession so again you can see going away from home and, and taking the majority of the possession away and territory. And look, it's a good performance. I'll take that any day of the week. At this point of the season, it is about getting the points on the board. And I think we, we did that really well today. And most importantly, we got rid of the curse of that kit. Because I know it was annoying a lot of us. And thankfully now, we can put that to bed. So look, for me, I think this, again, gives the manager some really nice headaches. 
Curtis Jones was a counter-pressing machine today. And again, Andy Robertson gets himself an assist. And I think that brings him either level or just ahead of Eric Cantona for the amount of assists in the Premier League. Trent, of course, got himself an assist as well. But let's have a look at the goals, really, and talk you through them. So the West Ham goal, you can look at in two ways. You can look at some clever one-twos from West Ham down the left-hand side. Or you can look at it from a Liverpool perspective where we didn't track runners. We didn't get out to block the shot. And we allowed Paqueta to have a strike from distance and he buried it. And it took a little nick of Virgil van Dijk, but there wasn't much Alisson could do. I guess the questions I had on the goal were, could Fabinho have maybe blocked off Paqueta? Could Matip have tucked inside a little bit? And certainly could Virgil van Dijk have come out and maybe closed him down a bit quicker? But that being said, it happened. We responded and we responded in the best way possible with a Cody Gakpo screamer from distance, like an arrow into the corner. And it was perfect. And then from that point on, I felt we managed and controlled the game. West Ham did come out at the start of the second half, I feel, for the first 10, 12 minutes. And tried to wrestle back control of the game. But once again, cometh the hour, cometh the baby giraffe. And what a header. He had a chance, obviously, in the, in the corner preceding the goal. That was cleared off the line with a couple of blocks. But then Robbo puts in the cross. And Joel Matip... It was perfect. I don't know about you guys, but I have a real soft spot for those type of defensive buried headers. Nothing Fabianzi could do about it. And from that point on, we kind of, we did suffer a little bit defensively. There was that incident where Jared Bowen scored only for it to be correctly ruled out for offside. I think Virgil van Dijk was playing a very, very risky game there in stepping up when he did. But I guess he got it right. And other than that, I thought we seen the game through quite well. Great to see Lucho get more minutes as well. We start to see how impactful he can be. He does need to work, I think, on his final ball, but certainly able to go past the man. The one thing I would say I wasn't really overly impressed with from the substitution side of it was the impact of Darwin Nunes. I don't feel... I don't feel we're really seeing the best of them. And there was one incident there. I think it was the cat kicker who passed the ball back to Fabianski and Darwin. I don't know if he couldn't turn on the afterburners, but I felt like he could have had a chance to get in there and nick that ball. But he almost allowed it to go through to Fabianski. Obviously, the big talking point at the end of that game is going to be the West Ham appeals for a penalty. And look, it does look ridiculous. It does sound ridiculous, but that is set out in the rules that that will not be a penalty. If a defender's arm is being used to brace their fall, no penalty. I get it. If it was me and I was a West Ham fan or this was Liverpool, I'd be frustrated. But as soon as I seen it happen in the game, I said to our audience, there's no way that's a penalty. The rules are the rules. And as much as I think the handball rules are a farce, they are what they are and they have to be enforced as such. See West Ham at the end of the game surrounding the referee complaining. But again, I would point out that they are in the rules. And as much as I might disagree with them, they are what they are. So now look, all roads for us lead towards the game against Spurs at the weekend. We did have some favours done for us tonight as well. Brighton were beaten by Forrest, so that helps us. Uh, Everton currently down in the relegation zone as well. And it really is starting to look like it could be the season that Everton go down with that shiny new stadium on the horizon as well. But for us, I guess you look towards the game of the weekend and you think, what team selection will Klopp go with? Will we see Diaz maybe get a start and build up to 60 minutes? But all in all, I think those players that play today probably deserve to keep the shirt. The only one I would suggest is I could understand if if Diaz does play and Jota perhaps gets rotated out. I didn't feel that Diogo had his best game today. He kind of strikes me as a bit of a, a Luis Diaz-style player. Does some things, some things that frustrate us, that can drive us mad, but also pops up with some important goals. 
Um, and Van Dijk. Van Dijk's an interesting one. Today, I thought aerially, he was really, really good. But he does still look like he's not fully concentrating. You probably remember the incident in the first five minutes, I think, inside the wrong penalty area where he tried to pass the ball to Robertson. It was intercepted by Bowen because it was a very lackadaisical pass. And Bowen almost picked out Mikel Antonio. And we can't allow that to be happening. But look, I feel like this is one of those games where we just need to say job done. Because it was a difficult place to go. West Ham in really good form at the minute. Obviously, the Europa Conference League semi-finalists picking up some wins in the league that pretty much makes them safe. So, yeah. And the fact we went 1-0 down as well. I can't say how proud enough I am of the lads today. And as much as we can be better, that is a great result. And it sets us up very, very nicely. All we can do now is pick up the points and keep putting the pressure onto Newcastle to see if they slip up and drop points. In the big game tonight in the Premier League, of course, Manchester City completely just blew away Arsenal and almost guaranteed that the league title will be going to Abu Dhabi this season. You know the drill by now. I'm going to go through each player individually, give them a score at a 10, and of course, ask you guys to let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Right, let's go through. And normally, I was just saying to Connor, I struggle with Alisson, but in this game, I did see what he did outside of, of course, picking the ball out of the back of the net. He was good in the sweeper-keeper role. And I'm going to give Ali a score of 7 today. Usually I go with a straightforward 6, but I'm going to give him a score of 7 today for Alison Becker. Again, I don't think there's anything to do about the goal. It did take a little nick of Verge, but we also got to say well done to the uh, to Paqueta for a good strike. Moving on now to this man, Trent Alexander-Arnold. I feel like I should stand up and give him a round of applause. That is how good I think Trent was today. For me, in the four games we've had in this new inverted role of his, that was by far his best performance. Maybe even go as far as to say potentially his best performance of the season. I thought he was magnificent, not only in an offensive sense, but I counted, I think, five, six, maybe even seven times he tracked back to win the ball and help out the defence. So, great performance today from Trent. He was our Anfield agenda man of the match. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Score-wise, I'm going to go high here for Trent. I'm giving him a nine, and I think he deserves it. Another assist from as well, but a great, great performance. Joel Matip, the man who BT Sport gave to man of the match to, and again, great performance. Great goal. Great to have him in. I mean, when you hear that Canada is out, you're a little bit worried, but... Joel Matip has been the, I guess, the epitome of consistency in his time at Liverpool. So, great performance from Joel today. You know, you wondered if his head would drop a little bit after missing the chance just before the goal that was cleared off the line. But that header, it was, it, I could watch it all day. It was absolutely wonderful. Uh, Joel Matip will also get a score of 9 out of 10 for us today. And do you agree with BT? Was he your man of the match? Or do you agree with us and go with Trent? Let me know your thoughts. Moving on now to Virgil van Dijk. I'm struggling a bit here because I've seen two versions of, of Virgil today. One aerially that I thought was magnificent and really did clean up a lot of stuff that was put into our box. But again, defensively, I thought he was a little bit too lackadaisical at times. A slap, a slap, a slack pass in the first half that almost set in Jared Bone to set up Antonio. Uh, a very, very cagey, very risky defensive line where he stepped up and did play Jared Bowen offside for the disallowed goal. But all in all, I'm probably being a little bit too critical here of Verge because, you know, he set such high standards. So I'm going to give Verge a 7 out of 10 today. Again, let me know. Do you agree or disagree? 
Moving on now to Andy Robertson, who gets another assist, which, again, is fantastic. You know, I was a bit critical of his corners in the first half, but they did improve in the second half. A great performance, full of energy, and a great delivery to John Matter for the goal. So, Robbo, today, I'm going to give a score of 8 out of 10. Now we move into the exciting areas of the pitch, and Fabinho was a real game of two halves for me. In the first half... I felt like he was a little bit sloppy, but in the second half, I really felt he stepped it up and really showed that covering defensively-minded midfield six that we're used to. Uh, I did expect to see him taken off and not Jordan Henderson, but again, not going to question the gaffer. He got the changes right. We won the game. But I, I can't lie. I do feel like Fabinho's best days maybe are behind him. That being said, though, happy to see him put in a decent shift in the second half when we needed it. I'm going to give him a score of 7 out of 10. Moving on now to El Capitan, Jordan Henderson. And I thought he was all over the place today. And when I say all over the place, I don't mean badly. I mean, I thought he was all over the park. He was playing some really good intricate one-twos down the right-hand side, providing some good crosses as well. And look, the legs are going a little bit, so he did tire as the game went on. Uh, I think he will have no place in our starting midfield next season. But right now, in that midfield trio of himself, Fabinho and Curtis Jones, I think they probably all deserve to keep their place for the next game. Again, do you agree or disagree? Let me know. I'm going to give the captain a score of 7 out of 10 today. Now we move over to the left-hand side of midfield. And this gentleman really has turned his career around in the last month or so. Didn't think he was at the same level against Forrest, but then again, we were playing a low block. Today, magnificent. The counter-press, the energy, the work rate, the guile, the craft, the creativity. I could just continue on naming random words here, but ultimately, I thought Curtis Jones was brilliant. Very, very close to being a contender for Man of the Match as well for me. And against Spurs, he has to start at the weekend. You've got to be fair to the kid. And he's putting in performances that deserve the start. So well done to Curtis Jones. Going to give him a score of 8 out of 10 today. Brilliant, Curtis. Please do keep it up, mate, because we all want you to do well. Now we move on to the attacking end of the pitch. And Diogo Jota didn't have his best game today. I said earlier on, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Luis Garcia. He can do some really frustrating, annoying stuff and then pop up with some vital goals. Today wasn't his best day. Um, I do think Lucho coming back will give everybody uh, an opportunity to show what they can do on the left. Give Jurgen Klopp a selection headache. But right now, I feel as soon as Lucho's fit... We probably will see him slip back into that left-hand side. That being said, Diogo Jota today. I might be harsh, lads, but I'm going to go with a six for Diogo Jota. I didn't think it was his best performance, and maybe I've got it wrong. So, again, if you disagree, happy to let me know in the comment section. Right, we move on now to Mohamed Salah, who, again, probably had a game that he will feel like he could have done a little bit better in. Some poor decision-making at times, particularly with one chance that... He turned back in onto his left foot when there was three defenders there and nobody, if he had gone on for his rifle. It was in the second half. You probably remember the incident I'm speaking about. And I just don't understand it. I don't understand why he didn't at least have a go on his right, go across the keeper and try and get something from it. This insistence to cut in onto his left foot. In some occasions, it's okay if you're wide right and you're cutting in. But in that position where your only option, where space was there, was to go on your right, you've got to do it. He did try a couple of nice reverse balls as well that didn't really come off. So, all in all today, Mo will have a better day than this. But the work rate's always there. He's always a threat to the opposition. And I'm going to give him a score of 7 out of 10. Now we move on 
to Cody Gakpo. And can I just say, as much as we all complained that we didn't get a midfielder and we brought in another forward, so, so happy that we did bring Cody in. He is slipping into this team magnificently well. I love him. I love everything about him. His goal today was sensational. His link-up play, his awareness, he's a very, very tidy, intelligent footballer. And I think he's going to take some shifting from that central role because he's got it to a T. So for Cody today, a score of... 8 out of 10, and again, great goal, Cody. Please do keep it up. Moving on to the substitutes now, and we start off with Thiago Alcantara. I wasn't overly impressed when he came on. I was excited to see him warming up and coming on, but I don't think he really added anything to the team. Um, and I don't like to say that, because I'm a Thiago sexual and a proud Thiago sexual, but I don't think he was great today. So I'm going to give Thiago a score of 6 for his little cameo from the bench. Again, I might be being harsh. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Moving on now to this gentleman here and how great is it to have Lucho back available. The last ball is probably the thing you'd want him to work on. But again, the ability to go past men, to work and create a yard of space in tight areas, the intelligence of his running, I love him. And he's as mad as a box of frogs and I mean that in a positive sense. It's great to have a bit of the unknown out there, a bit of the, the crazy and it gives our defender or opposition defenders a lot more to think about. He is as close as Sadio Mane as we could have gotten and I cannot wait to watch his career unfold at Liverpool. Great to have him back from this injury. We may not see the best of him until next season, but that being said, nice little cameo from the bench today for Lucho. Gets a score of 7 out of 10 for me. And now the last man that came on... No, actually there's two more to go. Excuse me. Darwin Nunes. Um, not great. I, I, I want to say differently. I want to be screaming from to be starting. But I think Jurgen Klopp is making a fair assessment of a starting eleven based on what he's seeing. He looks a little bit lost at times, a little bit confused about where he should be do going, what he should be doing. And I don't know if it's a confidence thing, but I do understand and agree with Jurgen Klopp that his counter-pressing needs to work on. And right now, I don't know where he's going to force himself into the team. For me, Gakpo deserves to keep his spot for the centre. Lucho will probably take the left. And of course, Mohamed Salah is on the right. So unless Klopp switches it up and goes with four attackers, I think Darwin has a little bit of work to do to put himself back in the manager's thinking. Again, like Thiago, I'm going to give him a six for his cameo from the bench because I thought it was very unimpressive. Now, the last man, the man when you need to see out a game, the man when... When you're ahead and you just want to get over the line, Jimmy Milner comes on, commits the foul, stops the play, does everything that he needs to do, uses all that experience and knowledge and perfect man in those situations. So I'm going to give him exactly what his number is and give him a seven. And again, if in, if in case of emergency, break glass, bring Jimmy Milner on, see out the game and get the win. So that is it today, my friends. Jurgen Klopp's team selection, I believe, was spot on and well done to the gaffer. He is a genius for sorting out this new role for Trent Alexander-Arnold. And again, I want to know, do you agree or disagree with my scores, with our selection from another match? And of course, anything else you want to discuss about the game? Let us know in the comments section. We will be back really soon. Don't forget the highlights of the watch along will be dropping tomorrow morning. Our match reaction is up already, so please do check that out. And if you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do. Thank you as always for your continued support. We will see you real soon. Much love. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 